Hey, gorgeous. If you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine, bad and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile podcast, episode 70, Mindset Matters with Dr. Robert Kiltz. My loves, OMG, I am super excited to be bringing this week's episode to you because I have a very special guest. And I got to tell you, From the moment that I first interacted with Dr. Kiltz, I was in my heart just screaming, him, him, the world needs more of him, especially on the fertility journey. And man, I got to tell you, who knows what would have happened if I had met Dr. Kiltz when I was actually in treatment. But let me tell you, Dr. Kiltz is an absolute breath of fresh air because in this community, It feels like, you know, when we're interacting with medicine, things feel a lot like just a bunch of numbers, statistics, probabilities. It just, there's the human factor that seems to be missing. And it's hilarious because I coach so many physicians and that I hear the same thing. Well, in today's episode, we are going to be having a really powerful conversation about the other stuff the stuff that really helps propel medicine. Mindset elevates medicine. You've heard me talk about that. Well, I'm going to be digging into that subject with somebody who would know a little bit about that because Dr. Kiltz is the founder and director of Central New York's first successful IVF center, holding specialties in obstetrics and gynecology, as well as being fellowship trained and board certified in reproductive endocrinology and infertility. Dr. Kiltz has a special interest and has training in advanced reproductive technologies, laparoscopic and minimally invasive surgery, gynecology, endometriosis, and recurrent pregnancy loss. He assists and consults with his clients across the world in all areas of reproductive health and fertility. He is known for taking on the most challenging IVF cases that other doctors or centers turn away and focuses on reproductive immunology in the treatment of recurring pregnancy loss unexplained fertility issues, and unsuccessful IVF attempts. His existing and past clients have proven to be his biggest supporters. And this is, I mean, if you haven't figured it out, the guy's a real deal. He is a graduate of the University of Southern California and completed his medical training at the University of California, Davis. He interned in internal medicine at UCLA and in obstetrics and gynecology at USC Los Angeles County Women's Hospital. He is truly impressive and has a track record of amazing success. And Dr. Kiltz later relocated his family to the Finger Lakes region of central New York, where he began the area's first IVF program. Not only does Dr. Kiltz clearly have the medical chops to help his patients achieve fertility success, as you will quickly find out, he brings some magic to this equation that very few other practitioners have. And having been through the ringer myself, I got to tell you, 
Dr. Kilt is an amazing breath of fresh air. And you're going to hear this steady handed wisdom of someone who has helped bring over 20,000 babies into the world. And the wisdom that comes from seeing that medicine and mindset can be brought together to achieve astounding results. So I am so honored and delighted to bring you my interview with Dr. Robert Kiltz. Well, I am so delighted that William put us together because I got to tell you, you knocked my socks off. And I'll tell you why. Because as a woman who spent a very long time on her fertility journey, I watched a live that you did on Mother's Day. And I was like, can I please shrink him and put him in my pocket? Like, I need to carry him around in my pocket. I wish more physicians had such an open and, you know, attitude and, and kind and like just there's something about the way that you show up in the world that is just phenomenal. It's like, I can see why your patients love you. I can see why you're doing such good in the world. And honestly, like if, if I knew, I was in California and I was going through it and I was like, I would have gone to New York. I would have gone to the Finger Lakes. I would have found you somewhere and I would have, I would have sought treatment from you because I think you're just doing phenomenal work. So I wanted to start off by saying thank you for that. Well, I feel very blessed every day. And uh, this is a crazy, very difficult journey. And I too learned through the craziness and the hardships of this process to change. And I actually learned much from my patients. And if we don't change, we die. And we have to be open to change. It's critical. And as Western trained physicians, we're given a formula, but quite often the formula doesn't work. And then we too get stressed and strained, or we just ignore it and think we know everything. But in fact, we don't know very much. And I keep on learning every day. And I, you know, I just feel really grateful to be sharing with you, Roseanne. And thank you. Oh. I know it's just, it's amazing. I'm from Los Angeles and I, you know, got out of California a long time ago. Uh, and I live on a lake in upstate New York. And I, again, I feel very blessed. Yeah. Well, I'm in Idaho now. So, so like you, I fled California, but you know, for my, you know, it's, it was fairly recent. So we moved to the Boise area about 18 months ago, but it's interesting, you know, how different it is outside of California. And so, you know, what I was, I really want to share with the women that listen to my podcast is your approach is just so incredibly different. And and the women I serve are lovably type A, control freaky, professional women who typically had the audacity to desire a career and a family. And so by the time they reach the point where they're, you know, they're wanting to have their families, they find themselves being told that they're old and, you know, kind of like 35 and over. And I was shocked by that because you know, I was in my mid thirties and I didn't realize that, that according to the statistics, I had missed the boat. Well, we use this term advanced maternal age. And so we create the definitions or the language that makes us all feel old when in fact we're not. And the statistics, I call them lies, damn lies and statistics, <laughs> which is, uh, I, it, Mark Twain made that one up because we're type A and we like data. I'm a mathematician. I couldn't read, but I knew science and math. 
But I then begin to learn that actually it's made up as much as anything else is. And our definition of ourselves, because we hear it from everyone else saying, you're old and what are you doing? And your AMH is too low, your FSH is too high. And, you know, isn't it time to give it up? Which is the incorrect direction that we've been taught to go. Yes, yes. And it's so funny because I think a lot of us initially, and this is one of the one of the things that really stood out about you and why I was like, yes, 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 Dr. Kiltz for president. I really like, I love this man. Like was <laughs> this idea that look, you're not a statistic. You you can bring, you know, medicine is the, is a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing. It has helped women bring about huge, so many huge. miracles. But there's also this other component, and it's what you have going on up here. Like that was one of the things that just really stood out to me when uh, what you were talking about on Mother's Day. So, what do you think? Like, let's talk about the role that who you bring to, you know, who you are and what you're thinking in this process. What role do you think that plays? Well, it is number one. I always say this thing here matters more than anything else. And so, our definitions part part of the problem. Uh, you're old, I'm not healthy, I got problems. Well, then that creates that within us. And so for a, a Catholic raised, became an atheist, agnostic, and went through all the journeys of spirituality, I finally come to realize that the thinking mind is really the critical concept that we need to be thinking. And so we get all these data points. And so remember, most science is defined in averages. So you're either in the average or you're outside the average, but you're actually just a point in the graph, which defines the average. But as an individual, you can be and do anything you believe you can. And for me, the one thing I finally came to understand is faith first. That's the mind. That's the thinking mind. That's all been driven from human beings' creation and understanding of how spirituality and the words and the vibration, which within all of us matter more than anything. But as data-driven, we want someone to show us the statistics, and then we see where we fit in, and then we see, oh my God, this is like horrible. I'll never have a baby. Well, then what happens? You get stressed. Cortisol and epinephrine go up, which adversely affects the blood flow to the core, which is where the ovaries, uterus, testicles, and all the most important organs of the body lie, that simply by changing this, you can change this. But we're not taught to believe that because God and spirituality and science are different, but in fact, they're exactly identical in the same thing. It's only a belief. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I finally realized for myself through the stresses and struggles that I've lived through and that I see my clients, patients, whatever you want to label as individuals suffering in life. But in some way, the suffering is like the cleansing of the whole process anyway. So it's this circuitous concept that we just can't wrap our minds around as a type A, like this always happened. I get everything I work for, but then the universe delivers you something and you go like, what the, hmm, 
You can say it. What, what the shit? What the ass? What the what's going on? And so love now you've been given a gift, and the gift is infertility, by the way. Oh, 100%. The gift is the struggle that you must learn how to shift and change it to find happiness exactly where you are. At the same time, you're adventuring to identify other paths that you can follow to learn. And, and, and so my book, The Fertile Secret, is a takeoff on Rhonda Burns' The Secret, which all just really tells us it's only in the mind anyway. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you know, I'm, it's so funny because so many of the women that I work with and even like that's, it's been so true on my own journey. I had my son at 43 and yeah, I mean, it was insane and it was at a point, And this is also what I love about you is in your, in your bio, you're known for taking on the tough cases, the cases that other, you know, physicians might run from. And I was one of those people, like, I mean, I was one of those people that, you know, when you walk into the clinic, they're kind of like this, like, because they had been trying for so long, but exactly what you're saying played out in my own life. And I see it play out in the lives of the women that I work with. The minute I refused to be a statistic and I said, look, I don't know when, I don't know how, but I know this boy is coming. Like it, it was, it was such a huge release for me. And at almost like at 40, 42.85, I found out I was pregnant and then I had him at 43 naturally. It was bizarre. It was, it was well, so crazy. Because we're taught, again, you're a bad statistic, and we're taught how unlikely it is, when if that's where we go, it keeps us there. And then we struggle. When if we learn to step back, and for me, I learned through those that understood about acupuncture, about massage, about meditation, about yoga. And how all those modalities maybe have as much benefit as the things in Western medicine we do and or more benefit. Because the part that I think is critical, if Western medicine is going to help you, you need to be on the road for that. So quite often, we don't even want to get on that road because we're so depressed and sad and angry, which doesn't keep us moving forward. We want to just lay in bed, be depressed, eat garbage, and and that's it. Now, it might happen you get pregnant with that too, but there's another way to do it. And we have to listen and learn from those people we did not or do not believe in. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting because so many women, when they come to me, they're like, I'm doing all these crazy diets. I'm you know, doing all these things. I'm getting all these treatments. And my question is, is like, what are you thinking up here? What's going on in your head? Because your head is not disconnected from your body. Mind and body work together. What do you think about that? Because like for a lot of people, that's a revelation. But for you and I, clearly we get that. So, so what do you say to people when they come to you thinking, you know, they're in this super rigid way of looking at things and here you are so amazing coming in with all of your energy and all of your, you know, spirituality. Like, what do you say to people when they struggle to think that they have agency and license here? Well, I try to, I share the idea that actually the thinking mind and what you think is science and the science, because we're, people are looking for the scientific explanation. And when you're 
husband, wife, partner, friends, or anyone else says, I love you, how do you feel? You feel good. Yeah. You feel good. The opposite of that is if that person or people were to yell at you, you would retract and nothing was touched. You just accepted a language that your body is so in tune to that it'll react faster than you could ever consciously react to it. Yeah. So it's the science of the human body which begins in the mind. And the mind is the master of it all. And if you haven't read uh, James Allen in The Mind is the Master, and through Rhonda Byrne, who has a compilation of the books, through many others for thousands of years, have shared the concept that the mind is the master. And that's why religions and spirituality and meditation and prayer are really the foundation of every, every spiritual journey you can ever learn about. And so it's really is not about getting on a, on a treadmill. It's getting off the treadmill, off the gerbil wheel and stepping back. And so I work to have the conversation about that the mind is really the master of the science and the running of the human body, because without the mind's proper alignment and vibration, that's where ill health happens. So the term healthy is a misnomer because we consciously look around and define and judge health and wellness, but that is not what health and wellness is developed from. It's developed from within the individual that is seeking the health and wellness. Yeah. So the first journey we're missing, because in medicine we were kind of taught that it's like, well, this is a science project and there's a formula that this fits in. But we forget about that we're talking to another human being. And we really want to connect on the first level of love and relationships with those people. So I think the real health and wellness journey begins with yourself in the mirror and learning how to love in the mirror. And then with that vibration, it then begins to go out there and attract the tools, the particles, the atoms, the electrons that will fit the Rubik's cube or the puzzle that we are. And then alignment. And then because of I'm in the fertility business, that you're either going to get pregnant or it's going to, someone's going to show up with something that's going to show you something that you thought, oh my God, I didn't even think about this as the answer. Totally. I mean, that's, I, it, it's so funny because some people really resist that idea, but it's like, look, your mind is so powerful that if you allow yourself to think differently, if you allow yourself to see some, yourself as something other than broken, old, miss the boat, being punished by God, the universe, source, whatever, that if you allowed yourself to think differently, just even a teeny bit, you might see opportunities, circumstances, people in a completely different way that you would have never even considered. Like for so many years, I never even considered the possibility of getting pregnant naturally. 
Cause like I was literally told I needed donor eggs by the time I was 37. Like, yeah. We see it all the time. And, and it's so, I mean, for me again, that's what I was taught. This number says this, this number says this. And like, you know, what are you doing? And then I was taught, you know what? I've got to do everything I can to prevent you from doing something you're going to regret and save you money, save you frustration. I'm just going to spell it out to you, the truth, all right? But the truth is only what you think it is. And so it's like, which is the, which is the, the craziness of this whole concept. If I just change my thinking of this thing out here, I actually change the thing. And everything evolves in a way that was meant to be or better. Because the challenge is to imagine the shit that shows up is actually the fertilizer for the seed that you don't even see or know that is there. Oh, which is crazy. It's so crazy. Like, I think to myself, it's like, thank God for my struggle with fertility seven straight years, because I can tell you, Dr. Kiltz, like, the woman I was all of those years ago, I would not be the mother I am today. Like, not at all. I mean, like, not at all. Like, it was such an incredible blessing. Like, you know, I was a prosecutor and spent 10 years in the courtroom, and I thought I knew everything. And this journey knocked me on my ass. And it was so humbling in the most beautiful way because I had to change. But, but getting there is the journey. Yes. And the challenge. And for me, we still go through the days of like, oh shit, what this happened? Why this happened? But then it's the reminder, all right, it's meant to be. I mean, we get complications, we get things you're like, oh my God, this shouldn't happen. But the term shouldn't happen is part of our language that is misguided and directed. Everything happens perfectly as the master has created. Our challenge is to step back sooner and go like, what does he or she have for us today? And that's the sort of the mystery. And ultimately, the craziness, it goes back to what my parents taught me and their parents and their parents and their parents. Ultimately, there's some story that we're building in the stories because it's all just a story. And your story is as valuable as anyone else's story, but we somehow feel like no one and nothing is listening and we're being left out of the story. But in fact, the master is always at work because now, if you haven't read the three magic words, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I was just talking about that with my ladies yesterday. I love that book by U.S. Anderson, it's freaking amazing. Okay, I must say, you are absolutely the first person that I've even mentioned it to that even knew it. Okay, that this is, is the gem of the universe. I know. This is like we're having a kismet moment right now because I thought I was the only one running around with a copy of Three Magic Words. Like, it's crazy. Three Magic Words. If you haven't read Donald Curtis in the Christ based teachings, Ooh, it's, okay. it's just bringing us all back to some basic foundation. And it doesn't matter what religion you are. It's simply words to live by. And I learned from the Quran, the Bhagavad Gita, the Old and the New Testament, and all writings from everyone in this universe. And the more we listen and learn, if you have a Gilgamesh, 
Uh, Joseph Campbell. And so we're all learning on this journey together. And, and, and I fearlessly on the journey, but (laughs) even in the fear, because we all have fear, we all have regrets. We all feel bad and sad from time to time. The challenge and the trick is to imagine that God knows what he or she is doing always and that we simply take the moment to realign the thinking and boom, we are shot out of the cannon in more amazing ways every single day. I know, I know. And I see that. And it's so funny because when, you know, my ladies and I, we work on the mindset piece of the puzzle. I said, listen to your physician, go do your thing, you know, do your crazy kale. Like I boiled black chickens, Dr. Kiltz. Like I did crazy stuff. I did all kinds of crazy things in San Francisco's Chinatown looking for the answer. But the answer was here. It's there all along. And I tell people that because I used to actually 15-ish, almost 20 years ago, 15 plus years ago, I mostly spoke about the mind. And then about 10 years ago plus, I started integrating what we put in the mouth. And so there's not one way because plenty of people do things you thought, Why did, how did that work? You go like this. <laughs> I don't know. But as long as you're in the game, on the path, something will happen that you go like, wow. And some of the things that I would say, do not judge. Do not judge. Have faith. Loving kindness. When you, you have the sort of like the phrases of the universe, judge not lest ye be judged. They're simple formulas and have faith. All things that come to us are part of the gift of God. But when we can use this first, It'll then follow with the rest of this, kind of no matter what you put inside of it. Yeah. But if you master and manipulate that too, even better. Yeah, no, totally. And so I think this is just brilliant. I love seeing somebody with you, your credentials, clearly a scientist, clearly a mathematician, being open to this other piece and saying, hey, you know, why not? What harm is there in bringing all of the pieces of the puzzle to the table? Like, is working on your mindset and learning to think differently going to harm you? Like, like is there, that- that's really important what you said. The harm is actually thinking negative and the benefit is thinking positive. But that's a hard one to get to because we want to live in our misery. No doubt about it. All of us, by the way. It's easier. One, you know, every, it's easier. Oh my God. Like, no one's listening. Oh my God, don't you understand me? Well, that's the truth of the universe. But when you read U.S. Anderson, another guy is really good as Neil Donald Walsh in The Conversations with God. Oh, totally. But this stuff is really, really amazing. But it really is, okay, if I change my thinking, what's the harm there? It, it actually, there is none. But that's a challenge for many of us because being positive just seems too unrealistic. You got to be real. But the, the brain actually, so the human brain is the creator of everything out there. My brain, to me, creates everything. Well, that's the same God creates everything. I create everything. That means I am God. That's where the three magic words come in. But that's blasphemy for most of us to even think that. But I had to have learned that 
through my journey of pain, which is the pusher that helps us seek and find the light, which lifts us all up to another level. Whether you have children or not, whether you have diseases or no diseases or not, those are completely irrelevant on this journey that we're on because we're all born, we're all going to die, we're all going to suffer. But if we can see the suffering, as the spiritual light of life and imagine, oh my God, what a day. That is what opens up everything for each and every one of us. But it's not what we learn in the Western world. And we are waiting for some prospective randomized triple blind study to teach us the answer. But in fact, the answer is already in front of us. Totally. And it's hilarious to me because some people will say, well, there's no statistical evidence for mind and body work together. And it's like, what about the zillions of anecdotal bits of information that we have? Like, does that not have any value? Like, what's going on there? Well, and that is one of the, again, I grew up in this Western medicine because I understood math. I could jump into the statistics. I can argue with anyone about the data until I finally realized it's all biased and prejudicial data. Yeah. There is no unbiased data. So data is doo-doo. It's observational, all of it. There is no unbiased data ever. And so because it all comes from human beings and all human beings are biased, that is our nature. We're the creators of the data. Totally. Totally. And I love, I mean, I love that you have such an open and wise, because let's be honest, it's freaking wise. Because if you only look at statistics and you take out the human factor, what the hell do you have, right? It's only the human factor. And that really is the most critical part of it. And so if you're diagnosed with cancer or heart disease or neurologic dysfunction or bowel problems or fertility problems, it doesn't matter what you're diagnosed with. It now is a, behooves you to take the higher plane and be the the driver of you. Even when your doctor is being a negative Nelly, take it upon yourself to be, that's okay, doc. I, I my patients, I got, I remember this one couple, I was bringing them, it's just terrible news. No eggs, no sperm. The guy said, doc, God's got this. It's okay. God's got this. And I'm like, And these are the things that have taught me God's got this. And ultimately, that means we're in charge, but yet there is this energy that is greater than all of us. But in fact, it is all of us. Yeah. And, and, you know, between Star Wars and Game of Thrones, and you just (laughs) go down the list of our, and Joseph Campbell, the hero's journey. When we recognize that all this dichotomy of forces is all part of what we are. And so we're learning from all of it. And through the journey for each and every one of us, we learn together, bingo, it unfolds in a better way. Even though we have to struggle and go through the pain, it's like, really? Did I really have to go through all this pain in order for you? And oh, if you haven't read The Alchemist. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, The Alchemist and Palo Coelho. And it's the audible, by, it's read by Jeremy Irons. 
it is like it takes you and through reading and listening to books, you will learn. And that's why what you're doing is so remarkable and bringing people together to share the story. And look at, I have learned today because of what is out there on these devices that everyone and anyone has access to the library of knowledge that you do not have to go to medical school or go to college in order to be smart and to learn. The life's, life's journey on the road, on the street, is the journey of in, in learning and growing. And everyone and anyone is the God spirit of knowledge. And so when we doctors recognize that I'm no smarter than you are, I may have more experience in this, in this particular field, but we all have the knowledge in something that I don't know. And when we're open to recognizing, no matter size, shape, color, height, weight, age, it doesn't matter. We all are the gifts and we are the gods and we have the energy to share together and grow from. And that's what we need to be doing every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that you don't just say that. You walk the talk and your practice is about helping people in such a powerful way. Like when I was looking at all of the things that you guys do, not just in the community, but for, for everyone, you have a travel programs, you have, you know, so many ways that people can get on the path to making their dreams come true. It blew me away. It just, well, I, I went into medicine to help people. And when I got here, I recognized that there are tremendous barriers in medicine, economically especially, but for lots of other prejudicial reasons also. And the why is it this way and expecting someone else to fix it is once again our problem. We need to be the reason and the instrument and the tool to make the fix to everything and anything we see that is wrong. And if we can't step into that as a human being, and I acknowledge and a gratitude to the ability to get to where I'm at as a physician, I grew up in LA, kicked out of school in a gang, my father in jail. And I've learned from my parents who died at 94 a few years ago that we are all on this journey together. And if we don't learn from our mistakes, as they say, you're destined to keep repeating them. But if you can acknowledge the mistake, all of us, at every level, no matter who you are, and learn from that, and then be part of the solutions, we in medicine have the ability to acknowledge every single human being on the most important journey that matters more than anything is reproduction. I always say food and fertility, those are the two things that matter. If you have no food, Fertility is really difficult. But if you have food, we are all seeking fertility. And no matter what you do and who you are, what we're doing is about pick me, pick me, pick me. And we can all do better. Remember, we are really, we're a global village and we all need to be helping everyone on this reproductive journey of taking care of our children at all levels educating them, feeding them, 
and helping those that are suffering for reasons that we may not all understand. We can all do better. And the resources to do that, we can go to the, we can go to outer space. We can do so many amazing things. We all can do better and how we treat each other and how we provide the basic resources of food, shelter, healthcare, and reproductive services. Yeah. And I love that it all begins with us. And each of us. Yeah. And changing the relationship we have with ourselves, because when we can speak kindness to ourselves and we stop making ourselves you know, out to be broken or undeserving, all of these other things and say, hey, actually what's in, in me matters a lot and, and my dreams matter and all of these amazing things that we can change the conversation and we can come to this, you know, because what I tell all, you know, my ladies all the time is that your desire to be a mom, it's in your heart because it was meant for you. That's in you. So go it's, for it. It's instinctual and natural and don't give it up. Keep on it. The, the vision boarding, and, and, I, and I see much of what you do is about the vision, and you want to imprint it in the mind, and the universe has energy that is going to do the work behind the scenes to bring about that which you desire, and it will come. And how it gets there, that's the part we have to sometimes leave alone. Yes. The struggling and the stress to get something, get something, get something, not working so hard, that is the part we all need to step back to. Completely, completely. And give us the name of your book again, Dr. Kiltz, because I think every woman listening to this and watching this needs to get your book. Well, The Fertile Secret, and if you go to Amazon, The Fertile Secret, and if I, this goes dead, I do have my wired ones I can hook up pretty quick here, so don't leave me if that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, I'll hang out. The, the Fertile Secret, I've got my Keto Magazine, I've got my Daily Inspiration Magazine or book. And so Amazon has those there, but The Fertile Secret, I've got two editions out. We're actually working on a new edition coming out very soon. But it really, it's a compilation of what you put in the mind in the mouth. And so many people write about it, talk about it. I'm just sharing and, uh, and learning from everyone like yourself of these ideas, how we can all live a more fertile life every single day. Yeah. And I think it's amazing because in your, on your platform as a physician and as a person that walks the talk, isn't just, you know, making these wild statements, you're living it and you're touching people's lives because of it. I think it matters a lot. I think it matters I have a lot that of you're doing that. I have a lot of stress in my life. I have relationship issues. I have family issues. I have work issues. I have daily struggle issues. I even mirror issues. And, but with that, I practice every day my mindfulness, my gratitude. I spend a lot of alone time. And this last several months has been a lot of alone time. I pull up my guitar. I go into my pottery studio. I'm learning to fly a plane. I practice. I'm always learning. I'm reading and listening. And I'm having the conversation that I too am just like you. We're all exactly the same. None of us any more deserving or special than anyone else. We have created mirrors and smoke that make any of us think one thing, but in fact, we're all exactly God and God's at every level. That's the part we all have to realize when we begin at every level to respect and honor every single human being exactly the same with love. And love, forgiveness, love and forgiveness and not judgment to ourselves, our neighbors, our friends, our foes, all alike. That's the real 
beautiful energy that we've all been given in the written and spoken word that is so powerful, every one of us. Oh my gosh. I am so grateful to have had you on Dr. Kiltz. Oh my gosh, this is so good. And I think it really is going to help women see that, look, you can bring something to the table. It's not just, you know, chemicals and injections and all these things. Like you can bring these two things, yourself, your mind and your body together. And I mean, I bet it's amazing for you to treat people who have mind and body working together. It must be like an absolute pleasure. I am honored every day. The fact that I can even touch another human body in this process and, and communicate with them and share with them and do all these things. And that's the part that I feel very honored every single day. We got all those other stressors that come into play, but ultimately all we need to do every day is focus on what's in front of us and be patient and recognize that the universe is going to do what it knows what to do. And we're just another blip and speck of light energy that's on this journey through the universe. We're here today and gone tomorrow in the physicalness, but the energy is always and forever. When we can step back to that and be part of it together, that really energizes and vibrates more amazing ways every day. Yes. Yes. And oh my gosh, thank you again, Dr. Kiltz. And you know what? I hope that the doors get busted down to CNY fertility with women just saying, I want to be part of this. I want, I want Dr. Kiltz's, you know, his goodness and his kindness and all of that positive energy to touch my fertility journey. So thank you so much, Dr. Kiltz. <laughs> well, thank you. God bless. And that's why we're sharing like this because we can all touch more and more together. So my gratitude, Roseanne, thank you so much. And I look forward to, to communicate even more. Holy shit, loves. Wasn't that time with Dr. Kiltz absolutely fucking bonkers? You have got to follow him on Instagram at CNY Fertility. He loves doing live broadcasts there. You got to follow them. Check it out. You've also got to check out Dr. Kiltz's book, The Fertile Secret, and all of the amazing resources that he has to offer. You've got to get some of that magic on your journey. And I know that some of the concepts that we talked about may be a little overwhelming, but here's the good news. This is a skill set. Mindset is a skill set that you can learn. Just imagine, can you even imagine what your journey could be like, what you could create, the results you could have if you finally got your mindset on board, my loves? Imagine where you could be a year from now if you really learned how to take control of your thoughts and beliefs to support what your body is trying to do, you can be unstoppable. You've heard me say it before, and I will say it again. Mindset elevates medicine, and Dr. Kilt stands for that proposition as well. You just heard it. Do not let what you are thinking and believing be the block that stands between you and your baby. And if you want my help, loves, my Fearlessly Fertile Method program is for women who intend to get pregnant in the next 12 months and say hell yes to covering their bases mind and body. So you don't have to look back on this time in your life with regret. I work with women who are committed to success. To apply for your interview for this program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for your interview there. My methodology has helped women around the world make their mom dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves. Remember how powerful you can be when you bring your mind and body together. 
And look, love, if you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, you've got a gaping hole in your strategy. Let's fix that shit and set you up for success. Bring 100% of who you are to the table. Help your bump squad, help your doctor show up like the woman who knows she can and will have success. Till next time, change your mindset change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.